uh, United States is a place of uh, immigrants. Uh, the first people when came to United States, uh, those coming in 1600s, uh, they came here looking for freedom. So those immigrants who are like me coming here, they are coming for same same reason. Before I came to United States, I thought that the United States, you know, um, is a place of for everybody. It was for everybody. Uh, that's the reason I came. Uh, but right now, uh, probably it's not going to for everyone unless there's some change. So that way we could have a maybe United States going to for going to be for everyone. But now for maybe for certain people. Welcome to Un Uninformed. I'm Sean Seavey. Each week, Un Uninformed helps you in being connected to the world around you so you don't feel so dumb around your smart friends. On this week's show, we have the opportunity to talk to people who are really close to understanding the life of refugees in the United States. Joining me is Jackie Skinner, who has worked with an aid organization and has basically adopted a family from Sudan. Also joining me is a room full of refugees from Sudan. Everybody say hello. Hello. <laughs> and uh, so, so Sudan is one of the seven countries included in the refugee ban signed by President Trump just over a week ago. Uh, let's jump right into it. Jackie Skinner, welcome to Un Uninformed. Thank you, Sean. Okay, so first of all, here's something kind of interesting. Jackie is a soccer coach for refugees. Tell me, tell me about that. Yeah, there, um, there's actually a bigger soccer league here called Breakthrough Soccer, and uh, there's a bunch of teams all throughout the valley for kids, and uh, there's three girls teams, and one of them is called the Sunnyvale Girls Soccer Team, and they it includes uh, 20 to 30, it depends on what what day, but a bunch of awesome girls from all over the world. So I've been doing that for actually through one season. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just something just, it's just a normal city league thing, but they decided to have like 100% refugee girls on the team. Um, yeah, r- refugee or immigrant. Okay. Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, but they actually, it's not quite a league. They, they provide tournaments, but for this team, we just play for fun. We play twice a week, sometimes three times a week, and it's, it's just for fun. Okay, cool. Okay, but probably even more important is uh, your involvement with IRC. It's the International uh, Rescue Committee, and it's for refugees. Um, Tell me what you've done with that, how you've been involved with that. Yeah, so uh, IRC is a resettlement uh, organization. So any of the incredible refugees that come to the United States, they help, help with resettlement. And they have a program where you can become a family mentor and... I was really, really interested in that. I've lived in Africa before, in East Africa in particular. I love the people there, and I just wanted to become wonderful friends with a family, and so I didn't necessarily adopt them. They adopted me. I feel like I'm kind of a a sister. Sister, (laughs) second mother, second second sister. Good friend, just just dear, dear friend. And we have some uh, members of the family here. We have uh, Yako, let's see. Hamid, Hamid, uh, Muhammad, and Hussein. Hussein. Okay, I got it right. Um, yeah. So they're joining here, uh, joining us here as well. So, so I guess you you help with uh, mentoring, I, I guess math tutoring, things like that. And 
just getting used to American society. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. From from tutoring to just hanging out and and really just just being a friend. We go out and do fun things. I'll help them at the market if the mother needs any um, help with anything in particular. I'll step in there if the boys need help enrolling in summer school. I'll help there. Just whatever the needs are. Um, just kind of stepping in to help out because I know the American context better. So that's cool. Let's see, should we jump into talking to Isaac? Should yeah. We? So Isaac is a cousin of, of the family that I get to hang out with all the time. And so, yeah, Isaac is also from Sudan. Okay, here we have Isaac Hamid. So I, Isaac, give me your whole story, starting from when you were in Sudan um, and why, why, why you got brought here. I know there's a lot of um, reasons that refugees came um, from Sudan to the United States. Um, just tell me your story. Uh, thank you for having me here. Hey, um, yeah. And uh, the reason that uh, um, I've been refugee or I left my country uh, last 13 years, and I was uh, um, I was in the Chad about seven. I mean, about three to four years, and from there also I moved to the Kenya about two to three years. And those all years that I've been. Uh, uh, going to in refugee camps. in the refugee camps yeah. and uh, the reason that I left is that uh, we had a genocide which is uh, a government of Sudan um, uh, is said actually that we are not a uh, regional Sudanese and you know and we had nowhere to go and uh, which we ended up uh, going to neighbors country and uh, to get help and uh, uh, to get help and also uh, get from help from the uh, UN and United Nations and to have a better life. I had a, um, I have a actually family that is still uh, in uh, refugee camps. Uh, really? Yeah, in Chad, in uh, also in Kenya, and um, it's a lot of them there. And so, just recently, about two weeks ago or less than two weeks ago. I got my citizenship, and my most important thing I got my citizenship is that I was trying to bring my brother here, yeah. and uh, which you will see is new administration in the United States is telling me that I can bring my brother, and which is something that uh, 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 is something that are really bothering me, and I have a still family and I have a friends out there they don't have something to eat today, and the United States we do know that uh, the place where uh, people come for freedom, and now they don't allow them anymore. Wow. Um, so you have a brother still in, and he's in a refugee camp, right? That's right. In, uh, where was it? In Sorry. Kenya. In Kenya. So this affects your brother. You have other family that's intending to come here eventually, too? That's right. I have uh, three sisters, and uh, I have uh, three brothers. Uh, some of them in Chad. Uh, those in the Chad... Um, you know, um, they were saying that uh, uh, they should have a process going to be starting in this new year. And, you know, um, which is not going to start because of uh, what happening here in the United States. And this is my brother, the one in Kenya. He was in the chat. Uh, I told him that uh, uh, Kenya is a little bit easier so I could, you know, do visit. Uh, visiting here in the United States so you can come. So he came all the way across to the uh, Kenya 
uh, and right now there's no chance um, this is so close to your family. It's so close to so many people. Now, but I'm just curious, what, what was your perspective of America when when you came here? Were you excited? Were you Had you heard good or bad things about the United States? What do you think about coming to the U.S.? Well, before I came to the United States, you know, um, uh, also I do know that uh, uh, United States is a place of uh, immigrants. Uh, the first people when came to the United States, uh, those coming in 1600s, uh, they came here looking for freedom. Uh, some of them freedom of religion, uh, some of them freedom of opportunity. Those immigrants who are like me coming here, they are coming for same same reason. Before I came to the United States, I thought that the United States, you know, um, is a place of for everybody, you know, um, for everybody, and um, it was for everybody. Uh, that's the reason I came. Uh, but right now, uh, probably it's not going to for everyone, uh, but unless there's some change, so that way we could have a maybe United States going to for going to be for everyone. But now for maybe for certain people. Um, what do people need to do um, as a result of this refugee ban? What what can we do about this? As well, as members of the United States is. Uh, what can we do for refugees? What I do think that um, uh, re- refugees, uh, you know, we sometimes we interpret, uh, you know, um, uh, is wrong way. That's what I could say. Yeah. Uh, because uh, you know, um, United States, uh, of course, we have sometimes, you know, uh, you know, uh, issues, problems, you know, uh, people, you know. Uh, uh, do uh, uh, bad things. It's not just uh, you know uh, Muslim people, or it's not a Christian. You know, just everybody. You know, sometimes just uh, get up and do something that unacceptable to the community. Uh, but uh, we always think that uh, uh, you know certain community does that. And uh, are you talking about how some people are afraid of Muslims because? Sometimes uh, Americans associate that with terrorists. Is that are you saying that? That's right. Okay. Yeah, we shouldn't tell. Uh, I'm a me personally. I'm a Muslim. Yeah. And uh, I'm a Muslim, and uh, and I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> I'm not a terrorist, and uh, you know, uh, people who are coming to the United States, uh, I believe that uh, they run from the terrorists, and we should protect those people, and go to the take a deeper look. To the who's uh, uh, who who are the terrorists, so we can get rid of them instead of uh, um, trying to prevent those uh, they don't have something to eat today, uh, they don't have something to sleep today, uh, they don't have a kid kids they don't have a, nothing to go to school. There's uh, no resources, nothing at all. Uh, we shouldn't tell these people, you know, uh, isolating them. Uh, we should let them to come in, but uh, we make sure we go there and find who are the terrorists so we can take care of it because uh, we are the, one of the most uh, powerful nation in the earth as the United States. Yeah. And you can say we because you are now a citizen. And congratulations. Thank you so to much. becoming a citizen. That's that's amazing. Thanks, Gil. Um, uh, yeah, it, I do feel it's so cool you say we, and that's <laughs> great. Not you Americans, we Americans. That's right. Um 
And uh, so you've been here how long? Uh, six years. Six years. Mm. So you've been in the U.S. for some of the some of these things that that uh, probably provoked um, some of these actions by the president of the United States um, that for like the San Bernardino shootings or the or uh, the shooting in um, in Florida. A lot of these were attributed to uh, Muslim extreme groups, and so. Um, yeah, this is kind of a hard question to ask, but like, how did you feel when you hear about that? Because you were just saying these are these are people coming to the U.S. that are fleeing the same thing. They don't want terrorists. They don't want these problems. I mean, what went through your mind when when you heard about these things? Well, uh, uh, I watched the news, and uh, I also uh, uh, I seen those uh, uh, atrocities that happen in the United States. Um, is uh, is unacceptable. Yeah. yeah, it is unacceptable. Uh, but I always think that, uh, uh, and I also believe that uh, uh, we should, uh, you know, um, go after them. Yeah, yeah. And targeting yeah. refugees, you're just saying is, is, is not working anyway. Yeah. It's not these people were not uh, refugees, uh, especially in this recent ban we have. It was Sudan, Yemen. There's uh, uh, Syria. Um, so all these countries banned would not affect any of those terrorist attacks <laughs> that happened recently. Um, and uh, th- that's kind of what you're saying, right? Yeah, it's, basically, uh, yeah. I mean, if you look it up in uh, Sudan, uh, you know, uh, me personally, we had a genocide, and I left my country to, you know, look for a better place. Yeah. And right now, if new administration is telling me that uh, I don't accept no Sudanese. Yeah. And government... They telling me that uh, you don't have no place, Isaac. Where am I supposed to go? Can I fly to the sky or what am I supposed to go? Where, where do you go? I have nowhere to go, right? Yeah. So we should let these people to come here. Right. And we make sure uh, uh, also uh, we don't accept bad people. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, out there the bad people? And we have a... Uh, uh, is, uh, we have a wonderful intelligence and CIS and all those agencies we have. Uh, I think they they could do better than this. We just bring uh, better than just uh, preventing refugees entering the United States. Uh, I think they could do better than that in order to take care of what is the uh, what is our main target rather than just refugees. So you agree that we should be really strict on who we let in and make sure they're the good guys, not the bad guys. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so now now that you've been here, um, I'm aware that you work for a refugee organization. Can you tell me about that? Well, it is interesting. Um, I, I love, uh, you know, I feel like I'm a paying back, and which is uh, people help me out to come to the United States. And I feel like I'm helping them out. And, uh, and what's the organization? Uh, CCS. Uh, my job is uh, the CCS is to uh, uh, when the new refugees arrive to United States, uh, make sure they all go to uh, their medical examinations. Okay. Uh, so they could get their treatment. Some of them we have a, uh, a lot of them. A lot of them uh, they being tortured, and they were you know they had a really obstacles. 
and uh, we have a good providers or doctors uh, to take care of them and uh, uh, yeah and it's great to work with them and uh, I, I love to work with them uh, the new administration will see affect my job uh, yeah how, maybe, so tell me how 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 is it going to affect your job uh, basically I'm not gonna have a longer job because if I don't get nobody to help out, then there's not gonna be job. So if there's no refugees, you have you can't work. Um, and you were telling me earlier you had some refugees that were planning on coming here, and now they've been stopped. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, basically, uh, we every year we get about uh, uh, 600 refugees in our organization uh, from February to. April, we should have about 300 refugees. Um, they were all uh, they were all in the process, you know, um, to get to their fly. Uh, but you know, none of them are going to show up here in the United States. So all 300 of these people that are that were planning have been stopped because of this refugee ban. Correct? That's right. Wow. That's right. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. Okay, now back to you, Jackie. Um, so what exactly can we do about this refugee ban? If uh, I know you've been vocal about, uh, against uh, this new executive order, um, but what can we do besides, you know, posts on Facebook? <laughs> you know, I, I think the most immediate thing that we, in in my mind, that we could do is, is befriend refugees. And, and they're just the most wonderful people in the world. And just, you know, if you see someone that's a little bit different walking down the street, go and introduce yourself and invite them over for dinner and just become friends because through that we understand stories better. And from there we know how to be a stronger voice. Uh, I went to a meeting this past week where the the government uh, refugee People, so the Office of Refugee Services, were explaining to a group of about 100 refugees what the implications of this ban is on their lives. And many of the refugees had asked, what can we do? And they said, oh, you need to write a letter to your senator. Well, how can a lot of these people write a letter to their senator when they're learning English for themselves? <laughs> and they don't know the first step to write a letter to the senator. And, I, so, and I actually don't know how to do that either. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think I think doing whatever we can to be a voice for these uh, wonderful people is, is so important. But in addition... Uh, finding ways to volunteer with resettlement uh, agencies, so International Rescue Committee. Which is what you, IRC, which is you're, yes. you're, you're volunteering for right now. Exactly. And then um, Catholic Community Services, which is which what is Isaac works Isaac. for. And here in Salt Lake, we also have the Asian American Association. And um, there's there's lots of other organizations that are doing incredible things. But And from an, a different angle, there's really cool soccer leagues that are unique to Salt Lake, um, full of... Refugees, which is awesome, like finding ways to be involved in those type of programs. Such an unusual way. Angle. But, but that's cool, though. Oh, so important because through that you find community and you find, you know, sport teaches all of these really in, uh, wonderful qualities and um, it, it helps with integration as well. So, and I agree with that. Like when people look about, look at their biggest mentors in life, it tends to be coaches. Yeah. Um, and so, so that's an opportunity, even if you're not into like the political realm, 
you could be a sporty person and, and pull this one off. That's cool. Totally. And there's also some volleyball teams that have popped up within the refugee community and some basketball teams. And so, yeah, there's just so many. There's some uh, gardens that have popped up. Um, they're all run ref- by refugees. So there's just such different things going on within the Salt Lake Valley, especially that are really supporting uh, these efforts. So And so, okay, so we're in Salt Lake City. How, how's Salt Lake doing? Okay, yeah. I think, you know, I don't live in any other cities, but as I have learned more and more um, about the efforts here, incredible. Yeah. Salt Lake's just such a cool, loving, and becoming such a welcoming community. And I think especially because, um, you know, the strong LDS population here, they know what it's like to be um, pushed away, to not belong, and to... Um, have to travel to a foreign place to resettle. We, we get it. The Utah is a result of Mormons being refugees from the eastern part of the United States. And, uh, you know, Utah was just a Mexican territory and uh, Mormons were persecuted all the way there. Um, and so, yeah, it, it does hit close to home for the, the Utah population, for sure. Totally. We feel it, and we just have open arms saying, you belong here, and we can't wait to get to know you and love you guys. So That's so cool. Anything else you want to say? No, you know, and, and with those resettlement agencies, there are so many different ways to get involved, from being a family mentor to um, work, assisting in the office with phone calls to um, helping set up different homes, um, there's just so working in women's services there's lots and lots of ways so really encourage anyone to look up those organizations and and find a way that um, really resonates with whoever's looking jackie skinner thank you yeah thank you sean thanks for listening most of you listeners out there are actually listening from our facebook link um that's fantastic but if you truly want to be quote unquote uninformed Um, subscribe to our podcast channel in your podcast app. So you just go into the podcast app and type in UN-Uninformed and boom, you're in. Our music is provided with permission by D.D. Dumbo. I'm Sean Seavey and this is Un-Uninformed. Thanks everybody.